What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Brittany Ball of the Be Chic Podcast. And on this podcast, we discuss all things money, career, passions, and purpose, and the healthy intersection between those. And I also want to say Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy 2023. I hope that you all had an amazing holiday season, not just the New Year celebrations, but Christmas and Thanksgiving. I hope that even if it's not normally a time of joyous uh, occasions for you, for whatever reason, I hope that it was still an enjoyable time in some regard, whether it was relaxing, um, spending time with friends, even if not with family. If you were with family, I hope that it was a good time and not contentious and all of that great stuff. I shouldn't say great stuff, but you know what I mean. Um, But overall, I just hope that it was a time of renewal, reflection and uh, rebirth of of goals, uh, energy and focus. And that's pretty much my goal for this year is to be focused on the things that matter, focus on the things that are considered needle movers in my life towards my goals. And I hope that that is reflective in the podcast episodes this year. And it helps motivate you to reach your goals as well. That's what it's all about. That's why we are here on this podcast together. It's because we do better in community when we are striving for goals. We do better when We share our goals with others where we get motivation from others to stick to our goals. So that's my little New Year's spiel. And now we will actually hop into what we're talking about today. And it somewhat relates to the whole concept of renewal, rebirth, uh, refocusing at the beginning of a new year. But of course, as I always try to do with a bit of a twist So most of my episodes do come to you from an angle of reflection and thinking about how it can apply to me reaching for my goals in the future and me actually taking action on things that I've learned from that reflection. And so um, in the last couple of months, honestly, I've just been doing a lot more reflection and I think it has to do with strategies I've learned through my therapy sessions about taking time to process things that we've gone through, lessons that we've learned in order to truly gain something from that experience and apply it to our lives in a positive way moving forward. And me and my therapist learned that I do best when I spend time to reflect, whether that be through voice notes, actual handwritten journaling, or journaling via typing in a particular app specific for capturing my mood, my thoughts, and stuff like that. And so um, I end up doing like a lot of reflection all the time. And some of the things that I was thinking about lately was how my husband and I decide to do the craziest things and they somehow pan out and just a few examples that I will be talking about today are uh, moving to Dallas right after we got married that was like a huge thing for me I'm buying a home during COVID and then turning around and selling that home still during COVID getting a dog and specifically getting a dog that we are both allergic to Moving to Seattle 
<laughs> and still having not lived in our hometown since being married. I'm selling my car, deciding to sell my car a couple months ago. And then lastly, for me specifically, going all in with TikTok. So these are all what I consider like crazy decisions. Like, oh my God, those are big decisions. Or, oh my God, like, is that really what you want to do? But there was a lesson in all of it. And there was something that really was important for us to learn and grow in our journey together as individuals. And I think that sometimes we forget that making those big, bold decisions are the times that we will actually see success in our life in areas that have always seemed pretty far-fetched. So let's say you have a financial goal of being a millionaire. Well, you're not going to see millionaire success doing what everyone else is doing at your nine to five. You're going to be stuck in that job making what, like 50 to 75K if you're not ambitious in your lifetime, like per year. You're not going to be a millionaire if you're not taking millionaire risk. And so I saw all of these opportunities as like those millionaire risks for these different areas in our lives. So I don't think I have to dig too far into the whole moving to Dallas right after getting married and buying our home during COVID because I literally have podcast episodes and series dedicated to those things. And I talk about the advantages of those situations and those decisions and how it has shaped us to where we are today. But also we are now like three and two-ish years removed from those. So I'll dig a little bit into the latter examples about how they seem like crazy decisions and then they actually helped us in the long run. You might find yourself in a similar situation or with a similar decision that you need to make and not notice the potential of the growth in that situation before deciding. Like, I want you to take a listen to this and think, are these risks that I can take in my life in order to grow in some way that I might not have been able to otherwise? So starting off with selling our home, um, this kind of came off as like a whimsical decision because we were less than a year in our home when we decided to actually sell it. And I'm sure most people thought that it was going to be more of a long-term decision for us. But honestly, we just took advantage of the opportunity that was presented to us, given our current situation. And I think that's how we should address anything in our lives. Given our current situation, what is the best decision? And so given the market and the opportunity for us to not only make a profit, but be able to sell our home pretty quickly, we decided to move forward with that since we were starting to have doubts in our home ownership situation at that particular time. We didn't like the feeling of being tied down to this one property when we knew that it was a potential on the horizon for us to move out of state again. And then also, we weren't big fans. Like, we could afford it, but we weren't as comfortable and we weren't big fans of having all of the additional 
expenses associated with owning our home. And many of them we did try to prepare for and we were intellectually aware of them. But when it actually came down to meeting with the various professionals, setting up appointments, doing this and that, and then actually seeing the numbers of all of those expenses associated with our home, we did not like it. We did not like, even though we had a low interest rate, which resulted in a low mortgage payment, that there were still hundreds and hundreds of dollars outside of rent payments that went directly to the utility of our home and it being comfortable um, up to our standards of how we wanted to live despite being in a 30-year-old home versus an updated, uh, only two-year-old luxury-style apartment complex. That makes me sound kind of bougie, like, oh, I'd rather be in a luxury-style apartment complex, but that's where we had just came from. Also, we got a great deal. We had a beautiful home, but there were different things that we wanted to renovate, and naturally, that is what is required for homes is periodic renovations every 5, 10, 15 years in order to keep up with the modern look for sellability, but also enjoyment that uh, we just were not in a financial position to take on, nor did we want to take on a renovation loan either. So with that in mind, and then knowing that we wanted to have more of a liquid lifestyle um so to speak, you know, using the cash term, we thought that it would be smart for us to take advantage of the hot market and sell our home. And that ended up positioning us well for moving to Seattle when my husband received his job offer at his new company. We were then able to move to a new market a lot quicker because we did not have this asset that we had to sell. Now, looking back, yes, we probably should have stayed in our home or kept our home um, from the standpoint of it was a really low payment. We could have found a way to rent it. But I mean, honestly, does that pro always outweigh all the cons? Not always. And we still would have had that tie or that uh, commitment to Texas and to our home in the DFW that we didn't want to have the responsibility for. And so we sold our home and it really helped us financially for the almost year we were in our apartment preparing to make whatever move, whatever was coming next. We had a feeling, an idea. It was our goal to move out of state to experience another part of the country. And that's what happened. It, It just made it easier decision. So even though it seemed like a crazy decision that was like outside of the norm, it worked for our lifestyle. And I think that was an important lesson to learn from that. So I said that selling our home was very closely tied to actually moving out of state. And so that was another what I consider crazy idea was the fact that we decided to move all the way to the West Coast, having only been in the DFW for about three years. And it is a totally different culture, topography, weather, like the whole nine. 
very different. Obviously, there are similarities that we found. There's obviously some familiarity in retail and things like that that has uh, been grounding, so to speak. But coming here has really challenged us because my husband has a new industry that he works in. But the new location has given us the ability to focus on some things rather than be distracted or a little bit too busy because we knew a lot more people. We had a lot more going on week to week when we lived in the DFW versus living here. Now, I did a whole series on moving to Seattle and then even a follow up recap of how things are going since moving here. So I won't dwell on this topic too long either. But obviously, we have had to learn how to adjust to the new cost of living, the change in weather again, although it hasn't been too bad since we are Midwesterners. And then also not having as many friends and like as strong of a network out here. But there are surprisingly advantages in that because... Like I said, we were able to be more focused. And that was the thing that really helped me in moving out here was being able to focus on some goals and some things that I wanted to do that required more stretches of like mental focus and commitment. And a lot of the times that mental focus is paired with a time commitment that I was not given previously because I was doing way too much. I was spreading myself thin. I was trying to become the busybody that I was used to being all my life living in the Midwest, closer to family and school and all of that. I was trying to kind of recreate that, although I had goals that would require me to be in a different headspace and moving to the Pacific Northwest afforded me that. And I'm so grateful for that, despite this being such a drastic move and moving to Seattle. The next big crazy thing that I have done this year, or I should say last year, since it's already 2023 at the time of recording this, is selling my car. And I definitely took to heart the advice my mother gave me to not be so hasty to sell my car and not treat it like stock in the stock market, which was a very valuable piece of advice she gave me because she stopped me from selling my car in 2021 when I was considering it. However, this time I came at it with a totally different perspective and it was so much more effective and a productive decision for me. So I sold my car, but I was able to save money, not disrupt our household flow of doing things. And it was going against the norm, but I was able to get rid of a depreciable asset, although it isn't a huge advantage to my credit report and credit score for selling my car. It has helped me in my monthly budgeting and my next car will be a fresh slate, although I will have that credit history. And I will be able to transition a little bit better into getting an electric car. So I feel really good about that. Taking that risk and making that decision off of sound reasoning based on where I'm at in my life right now to save money right now and then get a car again when I absolutely need it. Not just because it's what everyone does. 
And so the last um, thing that I wanted to discuss was definitely a very late add-on. And this was committing to posting to TikTok. I have always been kind of like tentative and a little scattered brain and not so focused on my marketing and my personal business, probably because I do so much marketing in my professional life that I just didn't want to think about it for more hours per day in my personal life. But when I committed more so to my goal of my different businesses and really wanting to see growth in those areas, I knew that TikTok was a big strategy, a part of that, that I should have implemented sooner, but the stars just didn't align quite yet. Making that decision was literally the outward manifestation of me inwardly finally saying like, I'm going to take my business seriously. And I did it literally like in a day overnight. It was one of those things that was an overnight decision, literally, but it was something that was percolating inside that I wanted to take more seriously. Making that decision has been great in exercising my faith, um, being able to make quick decisions and to fail forward, fail fast, but to learn a lot by posting two to three times per day, every day. I've collected so much market data. I have learned so much about myself. I have learned to not be so hesitant and to just put things out there. There has been so many lessons in this, in in navigating this process that applies to other areas of my life that I didn't even realize. So it has been an amazing experience. And I'm so glad that I finally committed to working on my marketing through TikTok because it has helped me in other areas of my business that I hope to report on later this year um, and throughout the year on the podcast with updates on how my business is going and growing because I'm finally doing some really great strategic things that I'm seeing are bearing fruit already. And that was one of my goals with starting late 2022 that I could start seeing the results of that in 2023 and not trying to ramp up in January. So those are some of the crazy decisions I've made in 2022 that I believe has set me up for success and my family up for success in many different ways leading into this new year. I hope that those were great examples for you to really think about what's happening in your life that is very specific to you that other people might not see as normal. They might see kind of crazy, but it's that leap of faith that you need to take in order to get to the next place in your life. So there you have it. I'll be back next week with this heat, but until then, keep it chic.